welcome to Recess with Jamie and Brian. The podcast that invites you to take a playful approach to living awake. Hello, Brian. Hello, Jamie. How's it it going? Really well. We had such an interesting episode last time. This is episode five for everybody who Mm -hmm. is just joining us. And uh, we'll just kind of timestamp it, if you will. And uh, last episode, we talked about transition and grieving and, and letting go. And I've been doing a lot of uh, practice called impermanence where, mm. you know, you know that every inhale has its moment and every exhale has the next moment. And there's this constant letting go and welcoming and letting go and just being in the cycles of breath, the cycles of life, the cy- cycles, talking about cycles, you know, and uh, sometimes I feel like I'm in an endless cycle. <laughs> Do you ever well, feel that way? <laughs> I do. Right now, I I guess I just feel like I'm in a brand new cycle since I just moved a week ago, a week and a half ago. But yeah, no, sometimes you mean kind of like the Groundhog Day thing? Yeah. As far as, you know, stuck in a cycle? Yeah, because that seems to be a common theme from a lot of people that I've talked to, especially with COVID, right? It's like, wake up in the morning and put on my sweatpants (laughs) versus my PJs and sit in front of my computer and rinse and repeat. (laughs) No, I was, yes. Oh my God. This year has been um, definitely a couple cycles for me, you know, while I was going through my health health, uh, challenge and then just, you know, like you said, just the whole COVID thing where it's everything's on hold. You just, you just, yeah. Rinse, rinse cycle and repeat. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But so, I mean, in some ways, I guess the new cycle is good for me, although it's, I'm adjusting to it still, Um, you know, because it's a whole different um, area, whole different climate, whole different energy level here. And, and I haven't really, I'm, I'm grounded, but yet I really haven't found my, my, my routine yet, you know? And, uh, but yeah. I think, you know, routines to me are like cycles too, and they serve a Mm -hmm. purpose. And I think the, the cycles are important. You know, I just got back from a hike before we started recording this episode and I was noticing, you know, here it is October 5th and the, I'm in Reno, Nevada and the, the weather is starting to change. And Mm -hmm. when I went to one of my favorite hiking spots, the land itself felt a little different not bad. It, Mm -hmm. it was like the magic. I could feel magic like under my feet, you know, Mm. and how some of the trees and bushes and even the animals, uh, were, different you know some were changing like leaves were changing and uh the chipmunks were out and and gathering things more than usual <laughs> and you know it just and it had sort of a quiet yet alive if that makes sense kind of feel to it yeah and it was you know the for me the autumn time is uh I'm trying to find another word than magic <laughs> that's on my brain right now is magic because I've been doing a lot of uh, research and energy around it. And, um, you know, and I, I was just recording my uh, weekly video on YouTube about what's coming up for the week of this new moon in Libra, which is October um, 16th and how magic is afoot. Cause we're entering into Halloween at the end of the mm-hmm. month and it's a full moon then. And for someone like myself who loves astrology and, and really flows with the cycles of the moon, I pay attention to it and how important it is in 
being in the flow of the cycles and magic requires life force in order mm. to thrive. And whereas life, life is in the blood. Life is also coupled with death and letting go. And so you can't mm -hmm. have one without the other and being able to move through. And I know you and I talked about this last episode, being able to move through it with grace and ease and still feel everything and still process <laughs> it because mm -hmm. there will be a time where it turns and something else comes with it. And you, you know, you've yeah. made that transition, uh, right? Yeah. You know, it's interesting uh, coming from a place where there really wasn't seasonal changes. I mean, it was a little bit just because it wasn't nearly as hot as it can be during the summer down in LA. You know, beforehand we were joking, like the seasons down there are like, you know, you get the June glooms, which is, you know, you kind of foggy and cloudy, you know, during part of June, maybe you'll even get a little bit of rain. And then, and then you have the, the smoke season, unfortunately from the fires, but, um, yeah, I mean, but we're, I'm used to seeing the sun almost every day. And so here in Silverton, Oregon, it's not like that. And, um, you know, it was, there was a coverage of, you know, kind of just, uh, wasn't fog, but just kind of a mist covering until about, geez, 1.30 until we saw the sun today. And it's, um, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just different, you know, yeah. it's different. And I do like the sun. I, I don't need, I don't necessarily like hot temperatures, but, um, it could be a little bit of a challenge for me moving back up here with, with the rain that's going to be coming in the clouds and in the lack of seeing it for a bit. But, but uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I think everybody's different in, in, in how their, their rhythm is and what, what fuels them and what doesn't fuel them. I, mean, I think like, you know, sounds to me like you are um, really, you know, you're open to this change that's happening that you're feeling. And, you know, and the, and the cold weather that might be coming. Um, and I, I'm okay with it, but it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment for me. You know what I mean? And I think some people probably thrive better during different parts of the year. So for some, this could be uplifting. Um, you know, they're looking forward to just cuddling, you know, cuddling in there and nestling in and just, you know, you know, going hibernating through the winter and, and however that, whatever that means to them. But then other people maybe need a little bit more sun, a little bit more, quote, energy flowing to feel in their, 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 their best element. I can tell you that's one of the reasons I enjoy living where I do is because there's at least 256 days of sunlight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I lived there for four years, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it, it, it gets into the teens, but it's, it's a crisp um, winter with some snow, a little bit of snow. Sure, sure. Well, it'll, it's always interesting to me because I've said this in many different ways, but just a reminder for my belief system is that our physical bodies, our spirit, our soul is made of earth and stars. Our physical bodies mm -hmm. made of nature and the earth. We are mm -hmm. the embodiment of that and mm -hmm. the stars of our soul. You know, we're, we're star seeds that are here and that certain places on earth activate the energy cells and DNA inside of us and activates different things for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I've 
love to travel. I know you do too. And there can be many different places you go to that you're like, yeah, this is cool. This, you know, it's all right. Or another place where I know I've been to certain places where I'm like, wow, get me out of here as fast as possible. (laughs) And then I land here. I I'm a West coast girl in the sense Mm -hmm. of I grew up East and lived East until two years ago. But Mm -hmm. every time I would travel out West, I could feel my bones singing. The blood Mm -hmm. in my body was singing alive. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much where I'm at. It still feeds Mm me. And I think just noticing that, and I I would encourage anybody who's listening, that if you are struggling with where your your energy levels are, check in with where you are residing, where the Mm. energy of your home is, or um, the energy of where you go to work, or um, where you visit, because your body's responding, it's talking to you at all times. And I understand that many of us are limited, or, or we've taken on responsibility. It's not just as simple as, well, just move. But, (laughs) But if you can, Um, you know, I highly encourage you to at least explore and have moments where you can get out of town if where you're living or working is um, draining you, because there's, it's really important to um, feed your soul, at least in increments, if if not on a regular basis. For sure. And, you know, I think, I think I'm going to be fine. And, and I'm actually, you know, it's nice just to kind of be in a place where the, the energy is a lot slower, just, you know, it's a wonderful place for me just to kind of recoup and re you know reset and re, re, refill my cup and uh and i love i love to wear sweaters and jeans and stuff and i i couldn't do that very much down in la so here's my opportunity you know um yeah but yeah 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 but well you know one of the things that i think is important is <clears throat> um that when we talk about cycles is you know as i mentioned we're I believe we're made of earth and stars is that the earth has its seasons. It has its cycles. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you're living in a place like LA or Florida or, you know, the equator where everything's pretty much the same all year (laughs) round. Um, But there are seasons and, you know, fruits and vegetables prove that plants prove that, you know? So I, I feel it's really important for us as human beings, not to fight the cycles that are calling to us. So, you know, I find October to be such a magical kind of quality to it because there's this ending of um, the season of the summer and the beginning of the autumn, which is the harvest season, which is Mm. the time where we connect more with each other, or at least we want to, you know, because Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're able to look around at the abundance that we have. And I would offer that even if you feel you have little to nothing, you still have something, even if it's just the air in your lungs or the thoughts in your head and being of service, Mm -hmm. everybody can contribute something. I truly believe that we all came into this world with a gift of something. And so able being able to use it and, and offering that, October has that kind of energy for me of being able to say, how can I serve at a greater capacity that allows me to give and maybe overgive at times? And mm-hmm. that's the cycle we're in because once we hit winter time, that's not a time to push. It's not really a time to to uh, do a lot of outward 
pushing. It's more of a time to go within, a time to uh, process, let go of the things that are no longer serving, regroup, yeah. exactly, recalibrate. So I just think it's really important, you know, as we go through these marked periods of our lives of when a cycle changes to be in a space of grace and flow and just allow it instead of trying to, as I say, push the river. Oh, I, absolutely. No, perfectly said. And uh, I mean, we have to, I mean, there's really, there's no fighting mother nature. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, but it's not going to go over very well. No, no, it never does. <laughs> I always joke around, you know, people are like, they talk about emotions and, and that's probably the hardest part with surrender and cycles and all of that is the emotional body gets so wrapped around, you know, I'm feeling the intensity of this and I got to change it and I got to make it happen or, you know, um, whatnot. And really it's like emotions have a tendency to be like nature itself. When I say nature, I mean like wind and rain and, and tornadoes. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Wrap your arms around a tornado and tell it to stop see how that works <laughs> sometimes you just have to be a witness to it you just have to let the emotions emote <laughs> well and i think it's a great uh we need to remember how powerful nature is and it, it's wonderful to kind of witness that you know what i mean and and just um be in awe of it you know like i was at the coast last week and um, the weather was nice but yet you know just standing down there and and seeing the waves come in and it's just it's a reminder, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's such a really, really good reminder um, of, of, you know, that we, like you said earlier, we are part of all that and, and we need to remember that. And it's, it's so easy to get myopic and, and think that, you know, the, <laughs> the universe revolves around us and our goals and our, you know, what we're trying to do and, and um, things that we're dealing with, but it's so much, so much bigger than that. Can you think of some cycles that hmm. um, that would apply? Seeing how I can ask the question, how yeah. some cycles that that would be beneficial to pay attention to in our lives. The the mm -hmm. first one that comes to my mind is that <clears throat> excuse me that cycle of um, when we allow certain things to come into our lives. So that being open to receive yeah. versus always giving. And so the cycles of that, they dance together of we, if we're always giving and we're always doing, as we say, we're not human doings or human beings, eventually we're going to use up our, all of our reservoir of energy. And then we're going to be forced to pull in. We're going to be yeah. forced to just be for a while. And so one of the missions I have in life is to invite more conscious choice and paying attention to our energy levels and our choices so that we can consciously say, you know what, I'm going to take a marked period of time just to be so I can refill my cup, just like you're doing. And then I'm going to take a conscious period of time to now push it out into the world and, and be the doing part and, mm -hmm. and being able to dance between those two. So that's one of the cycles I think of. What about you, Brian? I mean, well, let me briefly just touch on what you just said. That is so perfect. And that that's, has been me. And I, there's a part of me that's trying to, I would go so hard and push so hard and give so hard that I would, I mean, I'm an introvert, you know, by nature anyways, and, and need some quiet time to refill my cup, but I would go so hard. I would really need to hibernate for like a week or two instead of kind of maybe be aware of it a little bit more and, and 
allow myself to receive and not feel the need to overgive so that it could be in a little bit more of a balanced flow. And so that was, that was the perfect example um, for me. And I, I'm much more aware of it now. And I'm, I'm, that is one of my things that I'm conscious of is, is just try to get more balanced flow in regards to the cycles of giving and receiving. Um, but gosh, what else? Mm. You know, my, my default, of course, is being an astrologer. I, I look yeah. at the cycles of the moon <laughs> and, ah. and being a woman because, you know, women are clearly affected well, by the moon. <laughs> sure. It's called a moon cycle for a reason. But, um, you know, it, I think about the different ways that astrology supports cycles and patterns. And the moon is one of the most obvious in the sense that it has its phases every month and it's the mm -hmm. same phase, but it's all, it's in a different sign. And so each sign has a different element also that goes with it. So right now we're going to have a new moon in an air element. Air often is equated to the mind. It's to the thoughts. And then we're going to, the following full moon, which is on Halloween, is going to be in an um, uh, earth sign in Taurus. And so it's, it's going to invite us to be more physical and have a more physicality to it, mm -hmm. right? And so you just pay attention to these different cycles and you notice, okay, this new moon in Libra, what's going to happen maybe to my thoughts, especially when it's geared towards relationships or it's mm -hmm. geared towards my value system and justice. Look what's happening in the United States. So we have elections coming up. We're going to be looking at which side we're going to weigh out because Libra is the scales. We're going to be weighing out which mm -hmm. sides do we really choose? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So those are some well, cycles that I pay attention to. Well, absolutely. And I think we already kind of touched on a little bit, but yet um, come fall and winter, uh, it's, it's a time to kind of maybe cycle back to family a little bit mm. with, with, with uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, yep. Seasons of uh, holidays. Those are cycles. Yeah. Uh, um, you mentioned going to the ocean. And I think yeah. about the, the waves as they crash into the shore and then they cycle back out. And, you know, this, it's a perfect representation of the ebbs and flows in our lives. And, um, you know, on a practical note, when, so I'm very focused right now on fitness and health and, and yeah. so watching how, you know, there's certain times where I cycle a certain exercise group or I cycle a certain uh, eating style, because if you did the same thing over six weeks, your body ends <laughs> up going, ah, ha, ha, you can't trick me anymore. And so it goes into a plateau. And so you want to cycle off of that current six week cycle into a new one to stimulate growth. And I think that's the other thing when we talk mm. about cycles is that in this time of um, cycling from one to another, there's that transition point, which is what you and I talked about last week. And that transition point is not always pain free, but that's where, right. growth, that's where growth comes in. Yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, what are, how are some ways that, you know, using your exercise um, analogy, what are some ways that we as, humans um you know spiritual beings having human experiences how how can we cycle through maybe some um i don't know some of our lessons or growth experiences or or um mm. i mean everybody's i don't know i think some that we share 
and so and a lot of times I think it's just you know where an individual is in their own process. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I guess what I'm trying to say is it's good to be aware that we do need to mix things up a little bit so that we can stimulate growth because it's really easy to get into and I'm speaking for myself, our patterns and our routines, and they can, you know, they need to be mixed up a little bit. I love what you're pointing to, because the word that I would say is if we become too stuck in our routines or cycles, we get dull. We, we (laughs) lose, you know, we talk about this playful approach to living awake, we lose the awakefulness that happens because routine gives us a sense of security where it's like, I know what I can expect. Therefore I don't have to work that hard. Yes. I think it's interesting. Sometimes there are a few things that we maybe need to have kind of in there all the time, but there's other things that we can, we can throw in and mix it up because I'm, I'm at my best. Obviously I need to move. Movement is very important for me and and the way I eat is very important. So I'm not going to necessarily mix those up too much. Um, uh, You know, I might mix up, uh, you know, some of the things I eat, but keep them still in a healthy realm. But, um, but just some other, other, you know, just throwing some other stuff that just kind of shake, shakes things up and, and makes me feel alive, whether it's a new creative project, whether it's a day trip, whether it's, um, going on a date, what, you know, there's so many different things that we can do. Um, but I think I'm at my best when I get to that place of, just just keeping my vibration up and kind of happily expecting the unexpected. When I kind of get into those ruts, that's when it's a little tough for me, when I'm not making a conscious effort to get out there and shake things up a little bit and take a new route or, you know what I mean, someplace, for so example. In, so in your book, Habits for Success, <clears throat> yeah. you talk about getting out of your comfort zone, shaking things up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to quote the book, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to. <laughs> <laughs> but using using some of that, or if something new comes up, I'd love to hear what you you might advise someone mm. when it comes to um, shaking how, things how, up. A well, no, how do they know? How what's that mm. moment of I need to mix it up? I'm too stuck in this routine. Well, I think part of it, and I know you'd agree, is just when you start feeling like you're kind of just going through the motions, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you're just not kind of feeling as excited about life as, as, as maybe you had before. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? You know, just, uh, I don't know, feel free to add a couple, you know, add some stuff on there. But I, those are two things that I can think of right off the top. Yeah, I also, it's interesting, I've been playing around with this idea of resistance. And I look at it from when something comes up that I'm resisting, is that a door that I need to walk through to shake up my routine? I really like that. So I, I'm playing with it. Sometimes it's true. I mean, there's some things that we resist that aren't good for us, right? <laughs> that we probably sure. should resist. Sure. Like, you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're tempted to do something you shouldn't be doing, um, you know, I'm not talking about temptation. I'm, I'm actually talking about this moment of, I know I'm getting sucked into the unconscious realm of doing things without really being aware. I'll, I'll share this from a personal mm-hmm. experience. So I love wine. 
-hmm. I have this thing about pairing this fruit of the vine with the food that I'm eating and, and how it just makes me feel connected to my body. It makes me feel connected to the, the uh, wine and the food itself and the hands that prepared it, where it came from, what's the, I mean, all the things that go along with it, right? The experience, mm -hmm. really about the experience. Mm -hmm. Well, I found myself over the years when I would get unconscious, I would come home after a long day and I would pour a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And that was my, you know, normal everyday thing. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know many people do that. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying this is not a judgment thing. This is me watching how it became so routine that I lost the excitement of the experience. Mm-hmm. And I think, and then I noticed the resistance inside of me of giving that up. I was like, I'm an adult. I worked hard for this. This is my joy <laughs> in a cup. Why should that be taken from me? You know? And so that's been well, something to play with, right? Yeah, I think it's, yes. And I think it's just, you just kind of got to the understanding of you wanting to be more conscious about mm, why it's, um, brought you joy. Yeah. Look, exercise and is trying to get into that place. Well, absolutely. Oh my God. It's easy. It's so really easy to get into the drudgeries with exercise. If you do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Or you get addicted to it <laughs> and you're too. like, and you're like, I can't go a day without doing something. And, yeah. and I think again, if you don't skip a day, that's fine. There's no judgment. It's more about, are you paying close attention? Like this morning when I went to the gym, my body was tired. And I had to really check in. And what I wanted, what I thought I was going to do when I worked out was very different than what I ended up doing. And I allowed my body to talk. I allowed yeah. myself to listen instead of push. I allowed myself to kind of do some of the things. I did push myself a little bit, but not to the overextension place. And it was making a really conscious effort of, you know, that you're pushing. Notice what's happening. It's a grand experiment. I love that. And I remember when I was doing triathlons, geez, when I started way back in the late seventies or not, excuse me, late eighties, um, back then more was more and people weren't allowing, or it wasn't really, you know, thought of as, as being as valuable as it is now to take time off, to let your body to heal and rest. And some of the top pros would just, just put in all kinds of crazy amounts of training. And, uh, and I kind of got caught up in that a little bit and I would feel guilty if I took a day off, even though I desperately needed one. And so it's all about balancing everything. And, and, you know, nowadays I I'm definitely more in tune with that. And if I, you know, go get ready to go for, you know, a strenuous hike or something and I'm not feeling it, I won't do it. Um, you know, whereas before I, I would push through it and then I would probably be wrecked for a few days. You know what I found? I'm more creative when I'm not mm. pushing myself because that pushing piece yeah. is just, is sort of the doing I'm in that determined it's kind unconscious. of unconscious. It really is. It's sort of this laser focused. I've got one goal, one thing in mind, and I'm going to make it happen <laughs> no matter what. And I've lost the creativity because I'm so focused on this one thing. And I feel both serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. At that times, you have to be laser focused and you have to practice, you have to push, you have to, you know, I do believe in that. And Agreed. at the same time, I also believe you have to step back and go, even today, I'm just going to do nothing. 
it's just that, yep, it's that fine line. It's that self-awareness that we gain if we're trying to pay attention, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, hmm. we're coming to the end of this episode. Wow. <laughs> Talk about cycles ending. Yeah. <laughs> Not the whole mm. podcast, just this episode. Just this episode. <laughs> Time for us to to close this circle and just thank everybody for listening and for subscribing and share these podcasts. And who knows, mm-hmm. we may we may end up doing sponsors, having sponsors and whatnot. We just we need your uh comments and votes and awareness yeah. around it. So we'd love for you to um share the love. Amen.